0: Along with individual experts, Surgeon Masters brings you life improvement strategies in 10 minutes. These proven principles and strategies are easy to learn and can be applied immediately, allowing you to practice your best. Here's your host, Jeff Smith. I would like to welcome back to Surgeon Masters, Carla McLaren, an award-winning author and social science researcher. One of Carla's books is the language of emotions, what your feelings are trying to tell you, and she's an expert in managing emotions. Hi, Carla.
1: Hi, Jeff. It's good to be back, and it's good to be talking again about emotions and empathy, and I'm looking forward to sharing um, the concept of emotional hygiene to go along with um, the hygiene that healthcare professionals are taught to do on a regular basis.
0: So, that's great, and and dealing with emotions... uh uh, uh, we have to deal with them on a daily basis, you know, with our patients, with our colleagues, and even, uh, often with ourselves. So, you know, emotions is a big part, but it also to a lot of surgeons, uh, feels like, uh, an uncomfortable or strange area. What, what, what can you share with us that helps, uh, this tough crowd deal with something very important.
1: Tough crowd. Um, yeah, and I think, I think this isn't something I would blame individual um, surgeons for because in the culture we are not taught to treat emotions as important. We're tra- to treat them as the opposite of pretty much anything you want, the opposite of, of goodness, the opposite of, of intellect, the opposite of intelligence. But in fact, emotions underlie um, all motivations, all actions, most thoughts and our behavior. So it's really crucial to understand emotions as, as, as foundational aspects of, of who we are. So working with emotions becomes a really important part of every day, especially in a high emotion work environment. Emotion work means any work that you do to manage your own emotions or the emotions of others, uh, like healthcare, care. Um, you're going to be seeing emotions and emotional reactions and responses all day long pretty much from yourself and others. So it's important to know how to work with them and that it is work.
0: Yeah, I appreciate that. So I don't know if we really attribute it as being work. Uh, give us a little bit more on that thought. thought.
1: Well, I would say uh, bringing people bad news about uh, some situation that's going on with their health. Uh, people are supposed to feel, you know, sort of anger, grief, surprise, shame that they didn't take care of their health. They're going to be going through a tremendous amount of emotional um, responses to what's going on and uh, the way that we teach people now is that this gets in the way of moving forward. I think um if we were able to say okay, they need to go through those those emotions and then they will be able to hear, then we could mm, it could make it easier for everyone. But because we're not taught to treat those emotional responses as expected and normal and necessary, they tend to get in the way and so it makes things much more work intensive for people trying to move, you know, people forward into healthcare decisions that would be supportive for them when they're still in shock, you
0: know? Absolutely. So, you you mentioned uh, emotional hygiene and you did a great podcast with us uh, about a year ago on healthy empathy. Tell us a little bit more about this concept of emotional hygiene.
1: Emotional hygiene is something that my husband, Tino Plank, who's a clinical nurse leader in hospice, developed um, because in hospice, obviously, you're going through a lot of intense emotions with the patients and their families, and also the um, healthcare professionals. So he added emotional hygiene onto his hand hygiene because, as you know, you know, you move from patient to patient, you do your hand hygiene, hand washing in, in between. So he was already taking that time. So he added an emotional hygiene practice, which is simply breathing in and down, relaxing, and sort of having a sense of washing off that previous situation or that previous patient contact. Not as if it's a bad thing, but just you are you are creating a, an event boundary and a time to relax and rest. And, it, you know, it happens during his hand hygiene, and it doesn't take any more time or energy. It, um, it actually is a really supportive way for him to move from Difficult situation to difficult situation with a fresh attitude and good energy and focus.
0: That's excellent. The idea being that uh, doctors and healthcare professionals have always been, or certainly over the last several years, been encouraged to wash their hands between each patient to avoid the spread of germs that cause disease. So the idea here is being an emotional hygiene is the rinsing or washing of that emotional experience that could potentially carry from one patient to another or have an impact. So this is an opportunity to separate it, like you said, a a boundary and Mm -hmm. to, uh, in, in a way, sort of avoid the spread of the emotions from one experience to the next. Am I getting that right?
1: You know, to be able to reset because if you don't see emotion work as work, you will tend to just carry it with you and you might just have an experience of, I had a crappy day. But that's not very articulate in terms of what you can do to fix it, right? So adding this you know, process of emotional hygiene, it can be interesting to see at the end of the day, how do you feel looking back? Do you have more energy? Do you have more focus? Do you feel like doing things when you go home? Or do you have to just go lay down you know, with a cold compress and a beer and just let the day go? So it's sort of a way to, to bring that relaxation that you do when you when you are off shift into your shift so that it's not, you know, sort of you're either on or off. You have rest moments throughout each day.
0: Excellent. I really appreciate you uh, sharing this and your perspective on this as, a, as an expert in these areas. Um, I would say that surgeons, you know, it, a lot of the training in the background, and I think even in the culture is sometimes this environment where we're taught to either hide or suppress and not necessarily process the emotions. Uh, knowing uh, that many surgeons pride themselves on being very hardworking and realizing that working with emotions is work, um, I think them understand that the hardworking mentality might be able to play in here. What do you think uh, our ask or uh, steps of our listeners can be for? For moving forward on, on these concepts,
1: I would say try this emotional hygiene along with hand hygiene. Try it a couple of times this week with between a couple of different patients or surgeries or bit, you know, meetings and see if it makes a difference. See how you feel at the end of the day, and if you feel better, do it again the next day.
0: Awesome, and I, I like that you know, start off if this is not a natural process or habit that you're doing, then, then make it uh, start off the habit. Uh, between a few of these encounters or experiences. And like Carla says, evaluate your sense at the end of the day uh, and then see how much more you can integrate this into your, your routine and your process. That sounds spectacular. So Carla, thank you again. I think that's a great description of an issue and a great habit and, and solution. And thank you so much for sharing the concept of emotional hygiene with us. Well, there you have it. In less than 10 minutes, this is Jeff Smith along with Carla McLaren. Until the next episode of Life Improvement Strategies for the Surgeon Who Wants More. Ciao. Now, take 10 minutes and put your plan into action to practice your best.